On the morning of April 5, 1990, a man was out for his morning stroll in the south end of Halifax, Nova Scotia. It was a typical foggy, cool spring morning. As he walked near the waterfront just past Pier 24, he noticed something under the stairs and near the grain elevators. It wasn't something, but someone. This is Season 2, Episode 5 of Cold Canada Unsolved Murders, Under the Stairs. Known for its seaport, seafood, and East Coast charm, Nova Scotia's capital, Halifax, is the largest of the capital cities in the Maritimes. A huge historical site, Pier 21, is located on the Halifax Harbor. This is where nearly one million immigrants came through to enter Canada between 1928 and 1971. It was also used as a departure point from almost 370,000 Canadian military persons during the Second World War. It now serves as a popular tourist attraction. Located about one kilometer from Pier 21, along the other ports, sits the grain elevators. Now, if you're like me and had no idea what a grain elevator was, I'll explain. In a nutshell, the grain elevators are a storage space for bulk materials that come in off of cargo ships, trains, and or trucks, mostly used to store silos of grain. The one in Halifax is a part of the seaport. Cargo and container ships bring in grain and it's transferred off of the boats and onto these massive containers. The one in Halifax is a part of the seaport. Cargo and container ships bring in grain and is transferred off of the boats and into these mass containers. The grain elevators in Halifax are still active and are situated in the south end of Halifax on South Bland Street. Boarded by the waterfront, the south end of Halifax is in best terms the most elegant portion of the city. Beautiful walking trails, universities, gorgeous homes, and plenty of history. Around here, if you say South End, most people know where you're talking about, and no, it's definitely not a bad part of town. But just because it is known for its money doesn't mean it escapes poverty or sex workers. 32-year-old Jean Hilda Myra was one of those sex workers. Her main stopping ground was in the South End of Halifax. Caught up in drugs, alcohol, and poverty, the mother of three was known in the city and lived at the YMCA of Halifax. She no longer had access to her children and was living a pretty rough and tough lifestyle. She was last seen leaving a tavern on the south end of Barrington Street in downtown Halifax in the early morning hours of April 5th, 1990. Later that morning, her body would be discovered by the man going for his morning walk. As mentioned earlier, her body was discovered under the stairs on the west side of the grain elevators, which is only about a kilometer and a half walk from where she was last spotted. At first, the man walking thought she was just a bum sleeping under the stairs, but upon closer inspection, it was clear she was deceased. Jean was naked from the waist down. Her jeans were inside out and draped over top of her body. Her boots were neatly lined up beside her, but the strangest part about the scene was what was placed on top of her. A cigarette butt. 
placed directly in the middle of her body. The crime scene looked intentional and well thought out rather than just a rush job or an accident. The police were called and not much else was reported after her death. It was deemed a murder and her cause of death was asphyxiation. Other than this bit of info, little else is known about Jean, her movements that evening, or any suspects. From researching this, it doesn't look like much was reported on the murder. I couldn't find any information on Jean herself or her family. The few things that were stated were recent. One article was from 2014, and another in an article from just last year, marking the 30th anniversary of the murder. Police continue to ask the public for information. They are convinced people do have information on who killed Jean and are offering a $150,000 reward for any information leading to an arrest as a part of the Rewards for Major Unsolved Crimes program. According to a few Reddit posts I could find on this, it was speculated Jean was heading back to her quote-unquote turf after having a few drinks at this bar. As she was a prostitute, a lot of her business would be done late at night. This is not confirmed knowledge, just based on where she was known to frequent and the location where her body was found. Since there are so few known facts about this case, I wanted to give my perspective on it. The first thing I noticed while researching was the tavern Jean was last spotted leaving. It was never named. I don't know why or if it was relevant, but I feel the location is certainly important as it was the last place she was seen. To put together a timeline, it kind of would be helpful to know where she was actually leaving from. The only detail on it was the approximate geographical location, stated earlier as the south end of Barrington Street. Upon researching and talking to a few people who would know of taverns in that area at that time, I could only find one that was fairly popular and known as a pub. Not a scummy place, but also not a club or upscale cocktail bar. The bar is actually still open today. Its name is Burley's and it is located at 1269 Barrington Street, approximately one kilometer from where Jean's body was found, which is only about a 15 minute walk. Again, this is only an educated guess based on the evidence I could find. It is difficult to narrow down something like this since everything in downtown Halifax is mostly within a walking distance. The portion of downtown Halifax that people often frequent is only about 1.62 square kilometers total. So was this planned? Was she followed? Was it just one person who attacked her? There are so many unknowns to this crime. The fact that police think other people have information on the murder makes me think the person or persons who killed her were known to her. Could have been a drug deal gone wrong, she owed money to someone and they killed her for it. Another unreported detail was whether or not she was raped. Her jeans were removed but pl and placed on top of her as though to cover her. So why were they off in the first place? Was this a John she picked up on the way home and the guy killed her? Since the scene was set, it seemed to me like the person took their time after they killed her to clean up. They covered her with her pants, they set her boots beside her neatly. 
there's just not enough public information to make any sort of presumption on what could have happened that night. And going through all of the articles that I could find, which were very few, it seemed like no one really cared either. Sure, they marked the 30th anniversary and put out like a couple local articles. But other than that, there's no information. No children are coming forward and wondering about what happened to their mother. It just seems like another sex worker that was killed and, and everyone forgot about them. If you have any information on this crime, please contact RCMP or Crime Stoppers. As I mentioned earlier, this case is a part of the Rewards for Major Unsolved Crimes program, which is offering up to $150,000 for information leading to an arrest of the perpetrators involved. The links and phone numbers will be in the episode notes. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please go rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. If you're not already, go follow me at Cold Canada Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. You can find Cold Canada on your preferred podcast platform. Just search Cold Canada Unsolved Murders or follow the link in the episode notes. My name is Heather Curran and this has been Cold Canada Season 2, Episode 5. I want to take a second and thank all my followers and subscribers for continuing to support me through my hiatus. I'm working my hardest to keep on track and keep new episodes coming. For more updates, make sure to follow my Instagram.